it's episode number 13 and people think that this is a creepy number and that's why they want to hesitate to be on this particular podcast episode but we have Kaylin Sporka with us she was very unclear about which concentrations to take in her first year but hopefully she's got it all figured out by now she interned at WL Gore and Associates which is not too far from us in Flagstaff Arizona let's get to know her story by talking with her in this episode of Personalities at Carrie. Okay, starting off episode 13 with our new guest, Kaylin Sporka. Hello. Did I pronounce it right? Kaylin Sporka, yes. Yes, good. All right, so let's get started with our first question, which is, tell me about yourself. How did you get to WP Carrie MBA? Sure. Uh, I am from Arizona. I'm from Flagstaff, small town if you haven't visited. But I had originally planned to go into event planning and my path took me towards travel. I studied abroad and kind of got bit by a travel bug. My parents had lived in China for a little bit. So I wanted to help other people travel because it was an amazing opportunity at the time. So I majored in tourism Mm -hmm. and I ended up working in uh, study abroad and international education. So helping Americans go abroad for a semester or an academic year and then shifted after a few years into inbound uh, travel programs. So I was specifically the company I was at um, did short term visas for internships and I was in their au pair program so all those were customer facing roles I did a lot of customer service customer operations and that was great because it really helped people travel and explore the world and learn a lot about themselves which is really rewarding but customers are exhausting so I wanted to shift focus get a more well-rounded background in education and kind of get out of customer service and the only way to do that was to take a total step back or uh, come back to business school. So that's how I ended up here. And being from Arizona, uh, I went to undergrad at ASU, so I'm already familiar with the school. I had been kind of stalking their program for a few years. And uh, you know, when the Ford Focus program was announced, I liked um, not only the opportunity for funding, because that's of course a challenge for many of us, but also their program and curriculum and the idea of interdisciplinary um, education and practical learning is something that really drew me into the program. So mm-hmm. I'm back. I'm home. So how many years of work experience is this before school started? Um, it was about seven and a half years and that I worked. which locations did you work at? I worked um, I for a short time for a travel company um, based out of San Antonio, but owned by Australian. So a super mm-hmm. small company. And I planned trips to Australia and New Zealand. Then I came back to Tempe and got a job for a study abroad program provider. I was here for a few years. And then I ended up moving to the San Francisco Bay Area, worked for another study abroad program provider, and then ultimately my most recent full-time employer, which was based out of San Francisco. So I was most recently in San Francisco area before moving back to Tempe for the third time. (laughs) (laughs) So how was your first year over here? How was the experience just going through the... The trials and tribulations (laughs) (laughs) of sorts, yes. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people would say the same thing. It was challenging, but I would say really rewarding. A kind of a standout theme, I think, that's really come together in the last year after finishing my internship is just I feel a lot validated over my knowledge, my skills, my leadership abilities, and I've got that sense of confidence in what I'm able to do. But I would say 
all of the experiences have been so great. I've met so many amazing people in our class and the class ahead of us, behind us, um, even in other MBA programs have been great, just the diversity of people. And then of course, I love the things that I'm learning just in classes. I am a bit of a nerd that way. Um, I do enjoy the classes. I like to learn and I am truly getting that business foundation and well-rounded perspective in the business world that I was looking for and was previously lacking. Got it. And what are the concentrations you're pursuing? Um, marketing and business analytics. Is there a specific reason? Marketing I went into because I'd always been interested in it and I've been a bit of a marketing nerd without knowing it throughout my life. I've just been fascinated by why a certain commercial was crafted the way that it was. And, um, and certain Instagram accounts, I'm just like, who came up with this idea and who's your target audience? Because it's fascinating. Um, I'm going to put a plug for the Barbie Instagram. Like, I know it's random and weird, but no Mattel is killing it with Barbie. Anyway, so that was before I even came back to school that my friends were like, you should probably just go into marketing. So that was kind of the attraction there. And then with business analytics, um, I really have always been interested in data. I don't use it a lot in my previous roles. So it's something that I felt I needed to really explore further and really understand interpretations of data and technology and how it's being used these days. So I wanted the two to complement each other, which they really have, um, as has been seen in my internship, just so many marketing decisions are based on data analysis and it's something that you really need. So that's kind of why I chose those two. Okay. And given all the courses that you've taken, do you have a favorite course? Uh, not honestly, no. I would say I don't have a favorite course because I've learned a lot in so many different courses that I've used. It, I really have drawn inspiration and learnings from anything you're looking everything. forward to. Any courses? Uh... I'm really glad to finally get more into actually the, the concentration classes, mm -hmm. classes specifically with marketing, and then also with the curriculum and with ASU. Part of the reason I wanted to come to this MBA program, because it did emphasize an interdisciplinary approach to learning. So I also want to dabble with entrepreneurship and mm -hmm. my internship was in medical devices. So now I'm kind of like, maybe I'll take some healthcare courses. So mm -hmm. I'm also over ambitious and I don't know how much time I'm going to have for all of that. So in, in addition to, yeah, my, my marketing and analytics courses, I do want to kind of dabble around and take some other things within the, within the okay. program. So can you tell us a little bit about how you went about getting your internship? Yes. I started as a career changer who didn't totally know what industry or function I wanted. <laughs> I started Q1 and Q2 of last year's kind of all over the place. I went to National Black Conference and really talked to a lot of employers there and kind of started honing in on what type of organization or type of industry I was interested in. Um, I did interview there. I also found some things here on campus that I had interviewed for, but it wasn't really until the company networking night and WL Gore was recruiting through campus mm -hmm. and I had been familiar with them just growing up in Flagstaff. There was an office there. A lot of people worked for Gore, but I never really knew that they had a marketing department or it was something that they even emphasized. So just through talking to them at company networking night and getting to know them, that's how I ultimately secured that internship was through the school. Okay. Can you please talk a little bit about your particular role at the internship? Sure. Yes. 
I was a strategic marketing intern, and Gore doesn't have specific job titles. Um, they sort of have departments. So I worked within their vascular department in their medical products division, and I was on the commercial team. So that was kind of more the downstream marketing uh, for products that have already been launched. And my particular project was focused on looking at trade shows that they attend. So in the medical device industry, you know, there's trade shows where they interface with physicians to help kind of push the products. And they wanted a strategy to go to measure kind of their return on analysis and, or return on um, investment mm-hmm. and return on opportunity. So they wanted an analysis around that and kind of a proposition and plan moving, moving forward. So that was essentially my project. Okay. Would you recommend going to WL Gore for internships of all time? Yes. yes. I really loved working with them. I learned a lot. Um, I It's really interdisciplinary. They're a type of company so that really has opportunity to move around. So they, I was in the medical products division, but they also have fabrics. They work with kind of commercial fabrics. People have heard of Gore-Tex. Um, and they also do fabrics and things for the military. They do air filters. They kind of have their hands in a lot of different pots and people do move throughout the entire company. So that's been interesting, just talking to full-time employees, kind of what their path has been. They have started maybe in a clinical, very scientific heavy perspective and then moved into marketing and their CEO even has had a very interesting trajectory starting as a veterinarian in Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona, <laughs> and now he's CEO of this um, multinational uh, company. So I would definitely recommend working there. The interesting challenge, though, that I think it kind of depends on who you are, and I'm happy to talk about further uh, if anyone has questions, but it, they don't really have a, a specific hierarchy and job titles and processes. So mm. it's very entrepreneurial by nature, which I love. I kind of thrive in that environment, but it can be difficult and challenging. You have to understand how to blaze your own trail sometimes. And so you have to be willing to do that. So I've heard that they're like an employee owned company. Is that how it is? Yeah. So they're technically privately owned, mm-hmm. but then as soon as you are, um, you come in as a full-time employee, all associates automatically are invested in their stock plan. Mm-hmm. So they do have their own measurements as though you just own stocks and performance and metrics. And mm-hmm. you see year over year, five years, 10 years, how your stock and your allotment is doing. And it keeps everyone invested in you know the overall success of the company. Okay. So let's talk about coming back to the school experience. Can you think of one that... <laughs> I, I made that a face, is, sorry. <laughs> can you think of an experience that has kind of stood out to you over the first year or even after your internship once you've come back? It's hard to really pick one experience. I think the overall thread is going to be just the people whom I've met and had the opportunity to become friends with and work with throughout this entire year and even who I, you know hung out with and connected with again over the summer, uh, even as we kind of all went our separate ways and then coming back together. I think the fact that we were all so excited, at least in my my view of our class, we were all so excited to see each other. And I think that speaks volumes just to how well we've bonded and the fact that we've come from so many different countries and backgrounds. That is really rewarding for me to come to class every day with all these great classmates and intelligent people 
but then also hang out with them afterwards. I mean, a lot of us have traveled, whether it's been for career treks or conferences or just going to Las Vegas or camping or anything like that is a huge standout of the program because um, everyone so interesting and so accomplished, but then also works really hard. So that's probably a standout for me. Got it. So, um, so one of the questions I normally ask is mm-hmm. we want to learn from each other. So any decisions of your life that you think are your best decisions or the worst decisions, can you tell us? Oh. Hmm. I would say the best decision for me is coming back to business school. That was a challenge for me and I had kind of played around with it for several years, but I'm glad that I came at the time that I did because I'm glad I got a little bit more professional experience and exposure and managerial experience because it's helping me really translate a lot of what I'm learning in the classroom and synthesize things. And so that was a really good decision. I think I spent a lot of time talking to mentors and people around me if that made sense at a certain time in my life or if I should keep moving forward with the jobs and positions that I had. And bad decisions I learned early on in my career, but not early enough, was probably advocating for myself. I did not spend a lot of time in companies or positions where I was working really hard and it wasn't going recognized. I kind of had that initial mentality of like, oh, if you work hard, you're, you'll get rewarded. But I learned that kind of like the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> so the people around me who were really making sure to advocate for themselves, and I looked at it as though they were bragging and they weren't being humble, but that's not necessarily true. So I wish I would have like negotiated salaries earlier, asked for promotions earlier, And also, uh, there was an escalation of commitment looking back that I'm like, maybe I should quit jobs earlier and explore new opportunities instead of kind of repeating a cycle of not necessarily enjoying the work that I was doing. Okay. When you find some time outside of studying, what do you do in your leisure time? It's a good question because I actually have leisure time now. So it's like, (laughs) wow, what do I do? I have been enjoying getting back into spending more time outdoors and camping, um, as some people know, and have gone camping with classmates several times over the last year, but more regularly recently, and hiking. I do enjoy reading, um, catching up on actual like Netflix shows that I never had an opportunity to watch, things like that, and I'm hoping to get back into dancing. I used to dance a lot more regularly, so that's a goal that I have. And I also started a blog, but then I never write in it. So I'm actually want to keep up with writing because that's something I also enjoy. Okay. So keeping up with that tradition, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie... If you know me well, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. So it's just the whole Star Wars franchise. All of them. I don't hate any of the Star Wars movies. Not even the new ones or the... No, no. I mean, I have my concerns or issues Mm -hmm. or I would have done things differently. But no, I'm... I love Star Wars. Okay. Do you also follow like the Clone Wars and TV shows that come with No, no, no. I'm such a movie person. I I wish I had the time, honestly. I guess if I did, I probably would, but mm-hmm. you got to pick your battles, I guess. What about the game, the b- Battlefront? No. One of these days. No, oh, I'm <laughs> like, I'm thinking way old school, like Nintendo 64 Star mm-hmm. Wars, but um, not recently. Not recently. Okay. Uh, how about a favorite TV show or something you've been watching um, recently? Yeah, I because I was working in medical devices, I started watching Grey's Anatomy. So that's what I've been binge watching recently. But oh, I too also many seasons there. 
Well, yeah, I don't know how much longer I'm going to last. <laughs> but uh, I do also, I try to keep up with The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, a favorite genre of music and maybe a favorite artist? I love a lot of different kinds of music. I'm pretty eclectic in that. I like rock. I kind of grew up and had like a punk and ska phase. There was a country phase in my life. Um, I settle more recently a lot more on electronic and dance. Um, there's been themes of that in my life. And I would actually say Lady Gaga is my favorite overall artist. I think there's she's a movie a- coming out with her. Yeah, I'm yeah, so, so excited, excited to see that. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, do you read? And if you do, do you have a favorite book? I do read, and that really varies. My favorite novel is Love in the Time of Cholera. And otherwise, just general, I don't I don't really have any like favorite books. I mean, I love the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. I can go and reread those when I have time. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about a favorite, uh, not favorite, but a person in history you would like to have coffee with? And why? A person in history? Living or dead. Ooh, living or dead. I would say probably Michelle Obama. I, mostly because she's a female, right? Like, she's very powerful, interesting, intelligent female um, who was married to the president of the United States, but I think she also really carved out a name for herself, mm-hmm. which I find that she was truly a half of a great partnership. And so I think she would be a really interesting person to learn from. Um, yeah, I would okay. say. And she's alive, so maybe one day. Yes. Keep those fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, then do you have a pet peeve or multiple? <laughs> yes. I really hate circling parking lots for a parking spot i'm Mm -hmm. one of those i'm like just park in the back and walk like you have legs Mm -hmm. um so i hate when people sit there and turn on their blinker and just i'm gonna wait for this person to back out when you're like oh my gosh you can literally drive (laughs) 200 meters to get a spot down down the lane Mm -hmm. so that bothers me and i also i would say a pet peeve is when people can get are, are late. I try to make myself on time. I mean, it doesn't always happen, but um, being late or not standing up to commitment, something that you've promised to do, also kind of irks me. I can move on, but it's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you specifically asked me to include a question. I did. And I would love to include <laughs> that in yours. <laughs> so what's your MBTI? And maybe let's answer that first. Yes, my MBTI... Um, I just wanted to know all these questions for everyone, so thanks, Showit, for asking. <laughs> I uh, My MBTI is an ISFP, mm-hmm. and there's not very many. So if anyone's listening and is also an ISFP, I want to know who it is in the class because I still haven't figured it out. And the other question you wanted was, what song did we put on our application? The application? WTI? Yeah, yes. So the song that I wrote about was um, an electronic song from an artist called Dioro, mm-hmm. called Five Hours. Okay. Yes. And how does it go? Well, so there's What's no... What's it talking about? Yeah. Things? Well, so there's no words in it, so uh-huh. I chose it for the musicality of Ooh. it. Um, That's deep, that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I chose it for the musicality because it has different paces and pitches, so it's slow, it's fast, it's varied. There's, there is, like, some female vocals in it, so um, to me, it's just kind of like a positive, danceable, more 
happy song. But yeah, I want to know what everyone wrote about and why. Okay, so, so I'll tell you mine. Yes. I used uh, John Mayer's Bigger Than My Body. Okay. Which kind of talks about how he's not confined to what his body can do. It's like, there's more to it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's also deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to what you want to do after you graduate. So the question is specifically what role do you want to be doing and okay. what company maybe? Yeah, you know, I don't, this is kind of, this is my personality coming out for sure. I don't have a very clear focus. Mm-hmm. Since I've been, since I worked in medical devices and got exposure to that industry in my internship, that's something that is really interesting and fascinating to me. So I'm targeting that now, but overall really the thing that's going to make me happy is I just want to be doing good work with good people and hopefully making a positive impact in the world in some way. So I'm very mission driven. So whatever I do, I'm going to have to really identify well with whatever the mission of that company is and when it comes to kind of the products that they're doing. So I really don't know what that means and I'm kind of happy. I'm happy that way. I'm really open Mm -hmm. to possibilities in that way. So We'll see. Okay. You have a top five list of companies. I would love to go back to Gore Mm -hmm. if I could. So I'm still kind of waiting to hear on that. Um, I really loved them. They're based here in Arizona. I'd love to stay in Arizona if I can and use that as kind of like a launching pad for other adventures. Uh, But I, you know, I like other companies like Salesforce and kind of what they stand for. And that's essentially kind of my short list when it comes to companies um but i am looking at like medical device companies like bd i know megan was there and medtronic's another big one that has a lot of influence so okay and then do you have uh, an advice for the first year who might be listening how to get through the first year <laughs> i would say something that i even was told by one of the second years our second years mm-hmm. right the class of 2018 they said it several times but it really it never resonated with me but maybe someone will take it to heart is to not compare yourself to other people. I can't, like, I think all of us mm-hmm. encountered imposter syndrome at some point. Like, what am I doing here? How did I get here? It doesn't make any sense. Everyone around me is so smart, intelligent, accomplished, what have you. They're getting internships right away, mm-hmm. um, like, good for them. And so you kind of start comparing yourself, and that's really not fair to yourself. It's not fair to your classmates, but it's a hard thing to really swallow sometimes. And I think we even did it on a small scale sometimes we would just start listening like this person is stressed out about this. Should I be stressed out? Now I'm stressed. And then all of a sudden everyone around you is concerned about similar things, which maybe they wouldn't have been anyway. So I would suggest just to try to be true to yourself and not necessarily get the noise of what other people are doing in your ear because you might, you might not need it. So focus on yourself as hard as that might be. (laughs) I think even Tony gives us that advice in the first, like the, career services uh, lecture. Anyway, so once you're done, how would you like your peers to remember you? Mm. I would hope that, I I would say that I don't necessarily think I'm going to be remembered for some sort of project or some sort of specific contribution necessarily. I think sometimes people disassociate what the actual action was from the person. So hopefully I would think whether it's, you know, 10 years from now or tomorrow that people know me as someone who worked hard, who 
did what I said that I was going to do, someone they enjoyed working with, but also they enjoyed talking to, hanging out with, was a good energy, positive person to be around. That's what I hope I'm remembered for. Mm -hmm. So people can call me, you know, and they want to like grab a beer or a drink or bounce a business idea off of, or if they're looking to fill an awesome opportunity, they're like, oh, Kaylin would be a cool person to talk to, um, even if it's forever in the future. So mm-hmm. hopefully I have a positive impact on my classmates and it's good things. I'm pretty sure that's the truth. <laughs> good, good, I hope so. Yes, that kind of brings us to the close. Uh, cool. I just want to know where people can get in touch with you, any social media handles. Yeah, I, so I mean, of course I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook and I use it way more since I started this program, which is weird. Um, it's the only way I keep organized on all the events that are happening. So yeah, LinkedIn, Facebook, you can email me, caseborka at asu.edu. Um, I won't give out my phone number on this podcast because who knows, <laughs> but yes, I'm sure you can get my number really easily. Feel free to text me or call me and I'm on Instagram at, at put a spork in it. All right. Yes. Thank you, Kaylin. If you have anything in the end to say to our listeners, anything you're passionate about in messages. No, I'm passionate about all of you. So I love this. I think it's a great podcast. I have listened to everyone so far and I will continue to do so. And I'm excited to hear everyone's stories, whether it's here on a podcast format or if we're grabbing a beer. Sure. All right, let's grab a beer soon. Okay, cool. Perfect. (laughs) Done and done. Thank you so much, Kaylin, for chatting with us in this episode of Personalities at Carry. For those who are listening, we are grateful for your support and please continue supporting us through this year. Please sign up to get featured on the podcast and I will see you again next time. Goodbye and peace.